In this episode, I'm joined by my friend Mike from PPC Entourage. Now, Mike is going to absolutely blow your mind today and drop tons of value nuggets to help you scale your business into the stratosphere using Amazon Pay Per Click. So hold on to your seats and enjoy the ride because this one is going to be awesome. Let's get started. Hey, welcome to episode number 161 of the Private Labeler Show. I'm your host, Nick Landowski, and I'm making it my mission to help 1,000 people quit their job to start an e-commerce empire using the power of Amazon. Now, thanks for tuning in. As always, guys, I saved you a seat. I hope you're all having an amazing day, and I hope you're absolutely crushing it so far in this Q4 madness um, as we kind of barrel towards the home stretch. What a year. So now before we get started, please make sure to subscribe to the show and leave a review on iTunes. It would be greatly appreciated. So thank you in advance for that. Also, if you're not yet a member of our awesome Facebook group, why don't you go ahead and get signed up, get joined up for that. Just simply go to privatelabelershow.com forward slash FB. We would love to have you in there. So let's get after it here. Now, in just a second, I'm going to be joined by my friend Mike from PPC Entourage. Now, Mike is going to drop a ton of value nuggets to help you scale and maximize your business with pay-per-click. Now, Mike is also going to tell us about a super important charity event that he has put together And I am really extremely grateful that he wanted to partner with me and my listeners to help him spread awareness for this really, really important event. Now, I don't say this lightly, but this is truly going to be the most important podcast I have ever released up to this point. Again, I do not say this lightly. So I want to encourage you guys to listen to this episode from start to finish. You may also want to listen to the the PPC Nuggets part a few times to make sure you got everything because, man, he's coming in hot with mega value. It's going to be like a fire hose of PPC information. So if you need to, go back and listen to things a few times, but maybe take some notes as well. And then more importantly, though, uh, take action. If there's a few nuggets that make sense to you, then uh, take action immediately after the podcast and get things implemented so that it has a positive impact on your business. So enough messing around here. Here is my conversation with Mike from PPC Entourage. Hey, everybody, please welcome the one and only Mike from PPC Entourage to the show. Welcome, Mike. Hey, so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Glad to have you. We are pumped because today's episode, today's show is going to be off the charts. I promise you guys. Hey, Mike you mind telling us a little bit about yourself or some of the listeners out there that are not exactly familiar with maybe who you are and also maybe just kind of uh, elaborate on how you got involved in this crazy online e-commerce space? Yeah. So I am a recovering physical therapist, meaning I went to school when I was 18 to 22 years old, going to something basically that I wasn't really passionate about. And I did physical therapy for 10 years and I kind of dreaded every single day. 
Um, but while I was doing that, I hired a coach and my coach, uh, he told me that I was spinning my wheels because at the time I had a business, it was a home care physical thera therapy business and I would see seniors in their homes and I had a team, but I was just breaking even and it was a lot of stress and a lot of pressure. So my coach told me, hey man, you have a lot of energy, a lot of intensity, but I see you doing something in importing and exporting. And I was like, what the hell do you mean importing and <laughs> exporting? I just went to all these years of school in, in physical therapy. So it just sat in my subconscious for a couple of days. And that was on Friday. By Monday morning, I, I was heading to the gym, but it was like absolutely pouring outside. And I actually couldn't go to the gym because it was raining that hard. It's like one of those things where you have to sit out. I went on my couch, scrolled through Facebook, and I saw an ad for e-commerce, uh, e which basically drop shipping on eBay. And I was like, you know what? This makes sense. Let me, let me do this. Let me see this. I used to do some eBay back in the day. Let me, let me see what this is all about. One thing led to another, led to retail arbitrage, led to online arbitrage. Whatever I did, I, I did with a lot of intensity. I ended up closing down the post office at one point because of too many boxes with online, ar online arbitrage. And I was like, you know what? This is just not the way to go either. What's the next step here? And that was private label. So in 2015, I ordered my first product and I was one of the lucky ones that had a really good solid first product, which turned into a brand that I built on Amazon. And I built that brand and scaled that brand through online advertising and PPC entourage and advertising tools and stuff like that. So I became uh, knowledgeable in that space as well. And it's been a journey ever since. I think we're in the greatest space imaginable and excited to share some of my, some of my strategies and, and tips. Yeah, I love, I always love hearing how people got involved into the e-commerce space. And, you know, that's, I think it's just kind of fascinating. I kind of just kind of compare it to how I got involved and, you know, it just kind of, people get sick of what they were doing before then in their past life or past careers. And you're right, man, the, the time to be in e-commerce right now, wow, like there's so much upside and there's so much potential. And I'm just, man, I'm just thrilled that people like you and I, you know, we're along for this amazing ride. So Mike, um, we're obviously going to get into some killer PPC tips and nuggets that are going to help the listeners with their businesses in, in just a few minutes. Uh, we're also going to answer a couple of listener questions at the end. So a few days ago in the Facebook group, I had posted and asked you guys if you had any questions for Mike. So we're going to get to a couple of those questions. So stay tuned for that. Uh, but before we really ramp up and get into things, Mike, you wanted to take a few minutes to talk about something that is really important, something that you're really passionate about. And uh, this show is obviously dedicated to selling online and e-commerce. But Mike, when you told me about the organization that you were trying to raise some awareness for and some money, uh, man, I knew that I had to get involved. I knew I had to get you on this podcast here because it is so darn important for you know, just people to be aware of. So I, I really want to help you get your message out there. So I'm going to kind of turn it over to you for the yeah. next few minutes, Mike. Um, what is this cause and organization that you're trying to bring awareness to? As well as if you could maybe just wrap your, your hands around that, talking about your event that you have upcoming that kind of um, shed some light on, uh, on your cause. Yeah. So I'm going to tell a little backstory first. Um, I first heard about this organization, I think about two and a half years ago at the Capitalism Conference. Maybe it was like three years ago at this point. And at the time, it was a, an incredible event. I learned a ton of stuff. My partner and I were both there and our heads were buzzing with like ideas and everything. But what really stole the show was the keynote speaker that spoke at the very end. And the keynote speaker was the, the representative from the organization called Operation Underground Railroad. 
So they essentially had an hour to show the, the room that there is such a tremendous problem that is going on in this world that many people are not aware about, and that is child slavery and child sex trafficking. And it's one of those topics that is so absolutely horrific that it's hard to even mention and bring about. But what they were basically saying is that millions of kids go missing every year. There's 40.1 million slaves in the world right now. In fact, you can do that a Google search on that and type in how many human slaves are there. 40.1 million. Now, not all of those are kids. A lot of those are adults and they're working. A lot of that is like uh, traffic through um, slave, like the slave um, like labor type traffic. But the point is, it's a massive problem. And what this organization realized is that the government is, is not really doing the most efficient job at figuring this out overseas. Really, the government, working with the government, you have your hands tied. So this gentleman by the name of Tim Ballard, what he did is he organized a group of CIA officers, police officers, undercover investigators. And what they do is they pose as child sex traffickers and infiltrate these different groups, these trafficking rings, to really bust them up, to learn more about the organizations and, the, and tra trafficking rings, and to really free these kids. And essentially what they do then is they send these kids over to a rehab and a recovery program and they work with them to help give them their life back. In fact, some of these kids, if you go to OURrescue.org, you can see that some of them went on to become entrepreneurs and business owners as well. So I had a massive seed planted like two and a half, three years ago at that event. And at the time I gave some money back, but it always was planted a seed in my mind that if I could give back more, I would. So fast forward three years later, or actually it was two years later because we did this last year, I was at the gym on Thanksgiving Eve and I had this idea to do 12 sort of nuggets of content for our PPC Entourage audience. And I was like, you know what? Over 12 days, I'll do this great content and just give, give, give as much as I possibly can, just give. And then I'm like, you know what? I also want to donate. I had about $2,000 to donate. I also want to donate to Operation Underground Railroad. How, you know, what, what, I'm going to do that. And then all of a sudden that idea blossomed into, you know what? What if I took that $2,000 and instead of giving it to them directly, what if I used my resources, uh, my skill set as an entrepreneur and I built a team around raising massive awareness? You know, I have a, a bit of, um, no, people know me in this space. I know a bunch of other people that have a big audience. Why not connect with them? And we could all do a nugget for 12 days and distribute that in the hopes of raising absolutely massive awareness for Operation Underground Railroad. So Nick, that day was insane because when I got back from the gym, I called my buddy, Matt, who also does our social media for PPC Entourage. And I'm like, dude, whatever we're doing in the next month, we have, we're doing this instead. And, and he was like all on board. We were like only all inspired because the mission was greater than us. And we just took it and ran with it. And then uh, on that Saturday, we contacted a bunch of influencers and we had the first, we got together the first ever 12 days of nuggets and we did it last year and it was really great. This year, we're going to make it even better. Our goal is to raise a million dollars and that would save 400 kids from the absolute hell that is child slavery. Um, in fact, since last year, OUR has rescued a thousand kids already. I mean, just in the last year. And they're even rescuing a bunch of kids that are trapped in the U.S., in these rings in the U.S. And if you go to their site, you can see all the work that they've been doing. 
So it's really inspiring work. It's God's work. It's good or evil. Um, what it does, what I've noticed is it really aligns people. Like in a time right now, that is, there's so much separation with what's going on. Um, right now, this is something that people get behind because it's so important. Like this is the biggest pandemic and it's amazing how people come together to, to eradicate this. And, and it's my mission and my, my vision is to see this go away in our lifetime. So, um, Mike, you and I were, were talking last week and I think I was telling you, and I'll just share with the audience here. Um, I, I actually had donated to Operation Underground Railroad a few years back. I think I was, it had something to do with the Tony Robbins event or something like that. And um, earlier this year, I started to see a lot of media reports, or at least a little bit more than normal, reports about child slavery, sex trafficking, stuff like that, and how it was kind of just happening in my own backyard. And um, I started to become a little bit more aware of it, and I started to see a lot of these rings getting broken up. And, you know, it started to kind of just play in my mind of, wow, this is crazy. So I had actually started to look into this a little bit and it was actually on my radar to figure out how I could get a little bit more involved other than maybe just going on a website and donating money, which obviously is good and we need to do that. And um, I just think, you know, the way the universe works, it, it's just kind of wild sometimes. You had actually started sending me some emails saying, hey, you know, I want to kind of uh, talk to you about this Operation Underground Railroad thing and kind of what I got going on for it. And I was just like, okay, I'm in. Like, this is just a sign. Just go with it, you know, and whatever. So we started talking about it. And, you know, I'm just really, really grateful that you had come up with such an awesome idea to kind of bring together our community, uh, Amazon community, seller e-commerce community for this cause. So I just, just think it's kind of funny how, the, you know, how the world works sometimes. And, and obviously, yeah, I'm, I'm sickened by what I see uh, going on, even like I said, in my own backyard and in the region that I live in. And uh, I'm all in. I knew as soon as you sent me those emails and I read them, I was like, I'm in. This is, this is something I think we could really get behind. So this event that you have coming up in the next few days, um, where, how can people, is this like a website or how, how, do, how do people access your event uh, yeah, that so we're talking about? You're probably going to see a lot about it because we're asking a lot of the people who are involved to share across the web. So you'll probably see some stories and you'll probably see a lot on Facebook and LinkedIn and, and YouTube. You can see all the nuggets on daysofnuggets.com, D-A-Y-S-O-F nuggets.com. And that's where we'll be having, this year we're doing it a little bit differently because we really want to get to that million dollar goal. We're actually turning all of the really solid pieces of content and, and what I mean like solid content, I mean like needle moving content so that you can grow your business. The goal of the Days of Nuggets is to provide very uh, like awesome content to scale your business so that you can one day give back to this cause and also raise awareness so that we could one day make a dent in this problem. Um, so when you go to daysofnuggets.com, you're going to see the very best tip and strategy from all of these amazing influencers. And this year, you're going to see a bit of a teaser video. And then for a small donation, you'll see the entire video. Uh, we think this is a way to really ramp up the uh, sales. And you'll also get um, a $50 pick food credit, uh, the donations rather. And you also get a $50 pick food credit towards um, once you make that donation. So that's where you can go, daysofnuggets.com. You could also go to Facebook and you could check it out on Facebook. Uh, we have a Facebook page for Days of Nuggets and we also have a YouTube page as well. Okay, great. I would just advise anybody or you know, encourage anybody that's listening right now. Obviously, 
Um, the event is coming up in the next few days, depending upon when you listen to this podcast. But uh, please share this on your own social media. You know, if, if you don't have any money to donate or whatever, I understand it's tough times sometimes, you know. But uh, at a minimum, if you guys could share on your Facebook or whatever media platform you have this event and just spread some awareness, you never know. I mean, if you guys are trying to donate or trying to raise a million dollars and that's, that's a Herculean effort, but I think it can be done through the power of the internet and social media so everybody can kind of do their part. Whether you donate or not, at least please share this on your platforms just to spread that awareness. So, um, Mike, we are going to get into some of these nuggets here in just a second, but uh, anything else to add on Operation Underground Railroad? Uh, no. So, it, it, well, yeah, it's an amazing organization. Uh, really, if you go to their website and you see what they've been doing, it's fantastic. Uh, a lot of entrepreneurs already know about what they've been doing because they've been working with ClickFunnels and Tony Robbins and various other organizations just to get the word out. So um, really, uh, I'm really just excited about raising awareness and money for them and, uh, you know, saving some children. You know, last year we were able to save 20 kids. This year we're raising that up to 400. So hopefully we can get there this year. Okay. And we're going to do our part to help you out there, Mike. Um, so let's, let's transition now into some sure. of these PPC nuggets. So you have a bunch that you want to share, but we're kind of, kind of just kind of just go with the flow here and, and see where we go. You, you, uh, you have a list. So we're just going to kind of drop them. And as I guess, as uh, you know, things kind of come up or whatever, we'll maybe banter a little bit or we'll just kind of keep going forward with it. But each one of these nuggets or tips, guys, if you want to write them down, re-listen to this, uh, these will all be impactful on your business in some way, shape or form. So I guess, Mike, I'm going to kind of throw it back to you, I guess, to start us off with your first nugget. Yeah, guys. So the theme of this nugget session, we'll call it, is to scale your Amazon advertising. And before you consider scaling your advertising, it's really important to have a couple of foundational principles in place. So I'm going to run through those first. And whether you're just starting out or you've been a seasoned seller for quite some time, these foundational principles are absolutely essential to scale. Otherwise, you might get into trouble as you scale. So number one, make sure you really um, have a good control of your inventory. Inventory management goes hand in hand with scaling your Amazon advertising. You can get into trouble if you don't have a good control of your Amazon, of your inventory. Number two, make sure you know your numbers. I call this true ACOS or ad spend margin impact. And it's important to know the ad spend margin impact on a skew by skew level, but also know it on an account level. So this way you can make smart decisions with scaling on Amazon advertising. Number three, make sure you have a budget for a skew, a skew or portfolio. And a little caveat to that, start to think in terms of the customer journey. Amazon advertising is evolving faster than we could think. It is still fairly simplistic when you look at Facebook in terms of like, actually I kind of went into Facebook the other day to look at it and like, oh my gosh, there's so much to do here. Amazon advertising is still simplistic compared to that, but it's rapidly evolving and really start to think about where the customer is on the journey to make that purchase. So are they just discovering your product? Are they considering your product or are they going in to make that purchase and start to think about your budget allocation in terms of discovery phase, consideration phase, purchase decision phase, and also the post-purchase decision phase where you are doing more brand play and brand protection ads. Um, so that was a lot right there, Nick. That was just for sort of foundational tips. Do you want to stop there and banter a little bit? So you mentioned uh, the journey. Mm -hmm. um, what, what types of ads would we run to get somebody back to our brand afterwards? 
Right. Um, so I would suggest uh, definitely going onto Amazon and looking at the different ad types and getting very familiar with sponsored product ads, sponsored brand ads, and sponsored display ads and where they show up. So in terms of getting shoppers back to us, that would be more the consideration phase. Now, sponsored display ads just allow, is now allowing us to do retargeting ads. So we can essentially retarget shoppers who have viewed our ASINs but have not purchased in the last 30 days. And we could also target shoppers who have viewed our competitors' ASINs but have not purchased our product in the last 30 days. And we could also target shoppers in categories that have not purchased our product in the last 30 days. So this is a way to get those shoppers who may be considering our product but have not purchased it quite yet. So with sponsored display, we have some different opportunities to run ads off of Amazon, right? Like where do these ads run outside of Amazon? Right. So they show up on Amazon owned and operated networks and also third party networks. And uh, the, basically the difference is the sponsored display product targeting, which is a little bit more focused on shoppers that are purchasing shoppers that are more intent to buy right now. So if you do sponsored display product targeting versus the audiences, you have to think of those as two separate things. The audiences will target shoppers on and off Amazon, whereas a sponsored display product targeting target shoppers on Amazon. Um, so if you're going after the views remarketing audiences that will show up on third party sites, owned and operated sites, but also on Amazon. And then you could also go after searches audiences and you could also go after people who have purchased your product before. The only issue with that is the um, look back period to when they purchased your product is a little bit long. Last I checked, it was 365 days. So you're basically targeting people who haven't purchased from you in a year. So it's not that great right now, but I think it's going to get better in the future. Uh, the, the real nugget there is to think of it as two different uh, opportunities. One's more on and off Amazon for shoppers who may be considering and you can bring them back to Amazon. The other one is for shoppers who are maybe they're on the product detail page and they're seeing an ad. They're in the moment right now on Amazon and they're ready to purchase through sponsored display product targeting. Okay. Yeah. That's something I guess people need to consider that, you know, depending upon the product you sell, maybe that customer goes on Amazon and they're kind of just in that initial research phase or what have you. And they may look at your product or whatever, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to buy right away. Maybe they get distracted. Maybe something comes up. Maybe they don't look at it for the next few days. And there's ways to reach that customer, depending upon the scenario and situation. There's ways to reach them outside of Amazon and using sponsor display, as you just kind of talked about there, can you know, bring those customers back in some way, shape, or form to help you capture more sales. Um, I guess, Mike, uh, roll with the next one. What do you got? All right. So we got set aside weekly time to optimize, error correct, and expand. So there are so many opportunities with Amazon advertising right now that if you don't set aside time to look into those opportunities, but also dig into things like brand analytics and the search term reports, then you may be missing out on some low hanging fruit. So setting aside time to go on Amazon, look at what's working now, what other, what your competitors are doing, go into Seller Central, set up new ads, test new ads on a regular basis. That is incredibly important right now. It used to be a lot more uh, basic back in the day, Nick, but now it requires much more testing and creating as you go. Okay. So um, what you're saying is just pay attention to what's happening. Uh, you, you, you guys obviously deal with this on a day-to-day -day basis, but for somebody out there that, you know, they're trying to run their A to Z Amazon business, they may not be logging in to check on their campaigns or just, you know, just how everything is going on a, on a regular basis. And what you're saying is that uh, they need to kind of dedicate that time on a week-to-week -week basis 
to optimize and to see what's happening with, you know, some of the changes they're making, but also just with the rollout of like all the different things you, you notice that Amazon is kind of throwing out there, right? Yeah, yeah. So if you're looking to scale, typically the, the first players and a new ad type do the very best. So it's important to be on top of it and to look at these different opportunities, but then also test new things routinely as you go. And then of course, optimize along the way because you want to be very efficient in your ad spend. If you're wasting money in ad spend, that's less money that can go towards the things that are really going to help you scale. So um, kind of just diving in a little deeper here. So we got sponsored brands video, which came out a little while ago. I can't remember how many months ago it was kind of fully rolled out to, uh, I think that's just uh, brand registered folks at this point still, right? Mm -hmm. But um, that was hot and heavy right off the bat. And uh, I think now as I'm seeing it, I don't know what you're seeing, but it's kind of tightening up a little bit as more people kind of dive into it. So what you're saying is if you can kind of get in on things like that early and you know, adopt it early, you can really take advantage of, let's just say, low click, you know, low click cost and high rate of return, right? Yeah, so doing it right away typically gets the lowest click cost. Um, for example, that just got released in uh, Germany. And so if you're selling in Germany, this would be an ideal opportunity to set those ads up right now, as opposed to like seven or eight months from now, because we all know these ads get traction over time and you wanna make sure you get in there right away. Okay, all right. Keep on rolling, sir. All right. We got lots of uh, nuggets left. So here we go. Track your progress. Definitely track your keywords, your ROAS, your ACOS impressions and order. Um, even like just as important as that is to track meaningful metrics. So as you're growing your business, you're going to want to start to track things like new to brand uh, sales and also subscribe and save sales but also things like the returning customer percentage. So think about this. If you're looking at just your ACoS when it goes uh, into your campaign, when you go into your campaign manager and see your ACoS, and let's say it's like 50%, um, let's say um, you go into your brand analytics and you see that from those orders, a small percentage of them come back and purchase again. Well then, doesn't that influence what the ACoS is that you wanna target? Because those customers may be coming back to purchase from you again and again. In fact, one of our products, we have a 15% customer retention rate, meaning they're coming back again and again. So I would definitely consider a higher ACoS when I'm targeting um, ads for that particular product. Uh, so next nugget, unless Nick, you have something to say about that? Nope. All right, next nugget is um, make sure you're, um, doing some ongoing listing conversion rate optimization. So as you learn more about what converts in your search term report, make sure you use that information wisely and, and make sure you use those search terms in your actual listing, but also use them in your um, ads as well across all three different ad types, sponsored product, sponsored brand, and sponsored display. Uh, again, next thing is ongoing storefront optimization. This is absolutely critical because sponsored brand ads right now, you can drive traffic to your storefront. Um, eventually, I think you're gonna be able to drive traffic through the other ad types as well. So making sure that you have a clean, crisp uh, storefront is absolutely essential. And then taking advantage of optimizing that over a period of time is critical. Now, Nick, those were just some of the foundational principles that I think sellers can do over a period of time. I know we kind of went over a lot. Uh, just to set themselves up for scale, I also have a bunch of other strategies they can do. They can think about as they're going through um, their advertising. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to highlight, I think uh, the, the second to last one that you just mentioned there about diving into the reports to see 
to help with your listing optimization in general. Um, I think a lot of times when we're initially creating listings and we, we think that we know the market or what keywords are going to be correct based on traffic and just our own gut instincts. But that I think what you were saying there, Mike, was that the PPC will tell us the, the real deal, like what phrases, what keywords are actually converting, right? And therefore we can kind of rehash or reshape our listings a little bit uh, focused around the big converters that we pull from our PPC data. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. So use that information wisely and recraft and reshape your listings. Um, also use it for sponsored brand ads. You can take the search terms and actually make really highly relevant sponsored brand ads. You can use that also in your sponsored display product targeting ads um, just to get that relevancy. Also, you're going to find a lot of ASINs and this is going to give you incredible information on what to target with your ASINs, what's working, what's not working. So all of this money that you're spending on your ads, if you spend time going into the reports, then you can really benefit from the data you get from those ads. Okay, awesome. All right, so those were some foundational uh, nuggets or principles or whatever. Uh, what, what do you, what's next for us here, Mike? Right, so on the same note, um, I have here as the number one thing that almost all sellers can do, and if you're not doing this, I highly recommend starting right away, is what we call search term scraping and ASIN scraping from discovery campaigns and auto campaigns and product targeting campaigns. So essentially, if you have auto campaigns set up and you have discovery-based campaigns, like research-based campaigns set up, and also product targeting campaigns set up, make sure you dive in and find those search terms, find those ASINs and set them up because that's gonna feed into all sorts of uh, other ads. Now, I, we kind of just said that before, but I just want to um, re reinforce that because all of that data is gonna help you set up really great ads to scale in the future. Okay. All right, number, number two. Headlines, custom images, and video creative brainstorming session. So having a routine uh, time frame to do some creative brainstorming for headlines and videos is really important. Um, you could look at your competition. You can look at a hashtag on Instagram or something like that and really check to see what your audience is uh, resonating with so that you can create some really great custom images and custom videos because I think that in the future and even now, the sellers that are really um, creative and really go above and beyond in terms of their creative will rise to the top. The ones that just do simple ads, um, you know, and just keep it simple or just basic stuff, that's, they're not going to stand out. Um, so having creative brainstorming session is absolutely important. Yeah. Are you talking about like, I don't know, like a video ad or something like that in sponsored brands to basically just uh, trying, what are we really trying to do there? You're trying to get somebody's attention as they're scrolling, right? So right. I think that's what you're speaking of. Just I've seen some really, really creative ads where I knew that they actually put a lot of time into it to the point where I was blown away. I was like, wow, however they, they visually shot this, it was designed so that it would catch my eye in such a way that, you know, you could tell they really thought it through. And it's all about, it's all about, there's so much stuff on an Amazon screen. It's all about attention, right? Getting people to click, getting people to take an action or whatever. So I think uh, what you were just saying there, Mike, is, Go to, go to social media or just kind of seeing what, what content is relevant for your categories, right? Yeah, and then it doesn't have to be like this huge costly production. You could use Canva and there's a couple other websites. You could even use Fiverr to turn your listing images into like a screen, sh uh, screen sl slideshow a type of video. So it doesn't have to be, you know, a $2,000 video either. 
Yeah. And that's, that's what I've been telling my audience. You know, if you just want to start testing some things, you do, you know, if you don't have maybe the budget for the production of like a, a really high quality video just yet, or you don't want to allocate it just yet. Yeah. Canva with the slideshow, you can even add some music to it. It'll at least get your foot in the door. And uh, then once you start to see things kind of working, then you can kind of go, okay, I'm making some money from this and I can reinvest back in my business and maybe get some other video type of ads created. And then essentially it's just about testing. I actually worked with somebody from Amazon in their, their PPC department who created me. They, they had a template uh, that they let me use and the, I gave the guy a bunch of, a bunch of uh, images and stuff like that. And he actually put together with some sort of a template that spit out maybe like four or five different ad options that I could kind of test. And that's the other thing, you know, just to kind of dive down is, you know, obviously test different things and seeing what works and, and just that way you can kind of compare and then kill off the ones that aren't working so well and kind of dive deeper into the ones that are performing. So just because you put one type of video ad out there doesn't mean that you should be content with it just because it's converting sort of well. Uh, you should always be trying different types of ads and uh, experiment and get creative. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So I have one more, Nick. I think then that that's uh, pretty much a, a good amount of nuggets we dropped. So this one is called <clears throat> the copy rinse and repeat strategy. So this has to do with sponsored brand headline ads. So um, you could have a really good performing sponsored brand headline ad that is uh, highly relevant to the search term that you that that shoppers are searching for. So what I suggest doing is going to the search term report and looking for search terms, and then putting those search terms into the actual headline of the sponsored brand ad. So what you could do is take an ad that's already performing well, copy it, and then modify that ad with a specific search term so that it's highly relevant to the actual customer search. What we want is we want to build an army of sponsored brand ads that are highly relevant to the search term that shoppers are using when they're shopping on Amazon. The image should be relevant, the headline should be relevant, and the destination that you send them to should be relevant. And this kind of goes along the lines of spending the extra time to go above and beyond using your creativity, but also keeping it simple. The copy, rinse, and repeat strategy is simple to do, and you can quickly and easily do that with new search terms that you find in the search term report. So you're talking about congruency, in other words, of if I'm typing in the words specifically into the search bar of like stainless steel grill brush, um, as a customer, I just type that in. Are you saying that the headline or the ad should read stainless steel grill brush for that relevancy and, and congruency? Right. So you can put stainless steel grill brush in the actual headline in some way, shape or form to get that relevancy and that congruency. Okay. So that makes absolute sense because when somebody's typing in that exact search and then they see that exact phrase, they're like, wow, this, this speaks to them. It just connects instantly, right? Yeah, it, there's that alignment and this speaks to them and, and likely will get a higher click-through rate percentage. And that does take a little bit of work to set up kind of some, you know, it, it takes a little time to kind of figure out what phrases you want to highlight or target and, and uh, setting up all those individual campaigns and just focus in on. So it, yeah, it will require a little bit of extra work instead of just being real general with everything. But uh, Mike, what else is, was it, were those all the, the nuggets you wanted to share or do we have any more? Yeah. So we went through a bunch of them. Um, the one other thing that I think that is like really good low hanging fruit, if you have an established business is to make sure that you protect your base with your brand. So running brand protection ads is really, really important. And it's really simple to do as well. And you could run brand protection ads across sponsored product ads, sponsored brand ads and sponsored display ads. Um, and there's a company that's doing this really well, Genius Supplements. If you go to their brand page, you can see that on their product detail page, 
all you see is their own product. They are literally swarming the entire page. And as you know, there's a ton of competition on product detail pages. People are trying to steal your sales. So if you can protect your brand, I'd also use that as an opportunity to upsell other products or to introduce a brand new product. You can use that as a, as a launch strategy. This is a great way to not only protect your brand, but to potentially get more shoppers or more um, a higher cart value from those shoppers. So essentially defend your listings with your own products. This is, you know, I, I think that's really important. That's something that uh, I had kind of gotten away from for a while, but the, over the past few months, I've uh, taken a strong look at that and uh, figured out you know, like how I'm going to defend certain products. So that way, I, you know, the competition doesn't use my hard work essentially and tackle onto my hard work by just, you know, placing their ads on uh, my top selling products and things like that. And I've just saturated my own listings with all my own products. And I think from what I've seen so far, you know, the benefit is definitely there from sales and just protecting your own, your own brand. But I, you know, as, as I talk uh, on the podcast a lot, Mike, it's Amazon's about real estate and you want to dominate whatever real estate Amazon allows you to show up on. You know, obviously with, with, um, pay-per-click in general with all the different formats, like you can show up in all these random spots and they give you so many different ways where your products can show up in, you know, different, different areas to, you know, obviously mobile compared to desktop, like there's all these different formats and ways you can show up. And I just encourage people to take advantage of that and show up everywhere you can, as long as it's going to be profitable to a degree or at least break even or, or where you're not hemorrhaging tons and tons of money to do so. And, uh, I love that tip. Just dominate that. Just dominate the real estate, show up everywhere to protect your own listings and keep off your competitors from jumping onto your listings and, uh, you know, stealing your sales or whatever. So, Hey, hey Nick, uh, here's a, a really cheap and um, a very cost-effective tip to protect your real estate. If you go to some listings in certain categories, you'll see that um, this huge storefront widget is now there where if, if you have a storefront, it's this big, like massive storefront image that directs people to your actual storefront. So what this does is it takes up more space on the product detail page. And you could also set up a bundle. A bundle actually pushes down sponsored product ads and sponsored brand ads lower. So like if you just get into a, a, a listing, you'll scroll down a little bit and see this bundle. Um, if you don't have a bundle there, you'll probably see competitors ads. So the combination of having a storefront, potentially getting this widget, but then also setting up a bundle could push down some ads that could be stealing some sales. And it's also a great way to get more real estate on your own listing and it's free. So you're talking about the virtual bundles. Yeah. Virtual bundles and just having a storefront. Yeah, definitely. I, I think on desktop, uh, I can't remember how it shows up on, on a phone or, you know, I don't, I don't remember exactly. It's hard to keep track of what they're doing, but uh, the virtual bundles definitely are big. Like when you scroll down, yeah, it does create some gap there. Is that what you're saying? It'll kind of dominate that space. It'll visually show, but also it'll keep out some other competitors. Yeah, it just takes up more real estate. Yeah, excellent. Excellent. So yeah, you guys, if you're not using virtual bundles, try them, at least get them up there. Just it, you know, spreads awareness about your other products and this and that, and you can test things out and try different combinations. But uh, I find them to be at this point, based on the reports that they send down, pretty darn uh, useful to set up and it's free to do. So uh, Mike, uh, where, where are we at here? You're, you're just rattling off so much, so many nuggets here, so much value. I would encourage yeah. you guys just to kind of maybe pause, maybe re-listen to some of these things. 
go back through it again. But uh, what else do you have to throw out at us? Yeah, I think that's enough nuggets for today. And uh, I hope I didn't overwhelm anyone. Uh, To me, Amazon advertising is a journey, just like selling on Amazon. You start off with a really strong foundation. You build out some really good sponsored product ad campaigns. You use that information to build out other campaigns. And then over time, if you spend time optimizing and creating, you start to build all of these different types of campaigns. Um, so you know, take it slow and use some of these tips to grow your business. Don't be overwhelmed. Just take it week by week and uh, grow your Amazon advertising that way. So, uh, did you have, uh, for the remainder of these nuggets, were you going to throw them up on the general site or what, what, what site can they go to, to find out more of these nuggets? Oh, you know, actually on our, um, YouTube channel, I'm doing a YouTube video on all of these different nuggets, but you can also go to daysofnuggets.com and we'll release it there as well. Okay, gotcha. So if you guys want more, even more than what Mike already dished out, check out the site. And of course, we'll put that in the show notes for an easy link. So Mike, we do have uh, just a couple of quick listener questions that I want to dive into. So again, I posted this in our Facebook group and a handful of you guys threw out some questions and we're going to kind of pose them to Mike here to get some insight and kind of go from there. So Matt wanted to know if you had any bidding tips for sponsored display. Right. Um, so the way I would start bidding for sponsored display is to use the, the either the average cost per click. Um, so the average cost per click for that SKU. And the way to find that is to basically go on Amazon Seller Central and to look at that SKU's performance. If you have it in a portfolio, that'd be great. You can look at the average cost per click and go from there. Amazon will also make recommendations. You can use those as well. Generally speaking, the cost per click is going to be a little bit lower than sponsored product ads. They're quite new. um, So you could get a little bit lower cost per click, but I would start off with your average cost per click and then go from there. Okay. So BG wants to know, should you focus on hundreds of keywords or only a few? And I think that's a really, uh, really good question because I hear different, different trains of thought all the time on that. So what, what's your opinion on that? So in my opinion, this has to do with the journey as an Amazon advertiser and starting that journey off being very relevant to what you're selling in terms of your keywords and starting off with a small batch of highly relevant keywords is the way to go. But then use the power of match types to help you get in front of newer audiences. And then as you grow, you start to expand a little bit and you go back, you can go back weekly and look at Amazon suggested keywords. You can look at keyword tools and slowly start to build that that out over time. I think a mistake early on would be to take the approach of adding in hundreds or thousands of keywords initially and just seeing what sticks. That could add to a lot of issues with relevancy, a lot of issues with wasting your budget, inefficiencies, uh, low conversion rates, low click-to-rate percentages, and ultimately, Amazon looks at that stuff. They look to see if you're a good fit for whoever they put you in front of. And you don't want to put that out there initially. And that's my take on it. I would start really efficient early on. But then, like I said, this is a journey. You build at it over time. And before you know it, you have keywords that you've uh, vetted and that work really well. And then at that point, you also have more social proof. And hopefully those keywords will work better because of the social proof and the reviews. Okay, great. So those are just two of the questions that, uh, that I wanted to throw out there for you, Mike. And, um, Guys, uh, we're, kind of, we're kind of rounding third here. I know that there was kind of a fire hose of a lot of information there. And again, I'll just, as I said before, just listen to that again, all these nuggets. And if you could just pick some value, even a few nuggets that are relevant to you to start implementing into your business to help you scale your pay-per-click, 
and your business and kind of take things to the next level. I think this is all worth it for everybody. And on top of everything, as we started off uh, the, the podcast talking about um, Mike, your cause on that. So I kind of want to finish up with that again. Um, where, where can we find you online, uh, PPC Entourage, as well as can you, if you just give us some of these links again and some of this direction on that and, and like what you want people to kind of do to help your uh, cause and help you essentially raise that awareness and million dollars for the Operation Underground Railroad. So kind of throw it back to you, Mike. Um, yeah. where, can you, where can you lead us here? Where can we find you online? What do you want us to do? Yeah. So the number one thing you could do is go to daysofnuggets.com and follow us from December 7th through the 18th, because we'll be releasing these nuggets throughout the entire 12 day period. I would highly suggest also going on Facebook and following the Facebook group days of nuggets, because we're going to post content about OUR and what they're doing. Uh, we'll, we'll post content about some of the different um, experts in the field. We're going to post like um, daily lineup cards to show you what's coming up for that day. And we're also going to be doing like 10 minute lives every single night, just as like a little recap to show what went on that day and some of the tips and strategies and really do like a nice little recap. The other thing is, Nick, I really would ask that if everyone can get super loud about this, um, you know, I listened to a podcast over the weekend about this topic and the whole message of the podcast was to give yourself permission to get loud because these kids do not have a voice. Unfortunately, even though it's been mentioned on the news lately, it's not the frontline story and these things are going on. So the louder that we get, the more of a fighting chance some of these kids have to get past all of this. So give yourself permission to get loud by sharing, by taking massive action and utilizing some of these nuggets so that one day you can give back more uh, and get loud uh, and get angry because this is something that has to go away and I would love to see it go away in our lifetime. Excellent. And again, I'm really grateful that you reached out to me so that we can use this platform to get that word out there. And uh, obviously, if we help people to help you know, them improve their business, that's great. But more importantly, if we can help a kid or two out or more, um, you know, if somebody like whoever's ever listened to this, I think we could all agree that 2020 is a wild year. And if you live in the U.S. in particular, you know, we just came out of this crazy election. Um, it's kind of still going on in this weird sort of way. There's all this divide. And Mike, I really liked what you said. This is something that we can all rally around. I think there's, there's times that, you know, we can maybe have differences, but there are times where we can come together and have a common, common interest. And I think, I don't think, that, you know, it's, as far as in my opinion, Mike, this, this is the craziest thing of our lives that we are just starting to wake up to, I think here, this, the child slavery and, and just the, the trafficking and human trafficking. It, it's, starting to, it's starting to grow in awareness. I can feel it. Um, and I think if we could all rally around it in some way, shape or form. And Mike, I like what you said there that you can use your skills as an entrepreneur to make a difference. And um, I think we could all play our part. So as I said before, you know, if it's just you guys getting loud by sharing it on social media, if you have some followers or whatever it is, hey, that's cool. If you could donate a little bit of money, hey, that's cool too. Um, however you can get loud, talk to your friends about it, family about it, whatever it might be. Um, just know that you opening your mouth could spread awareness and help save, save a damn kid. You know, like it's just crazy to think about in the world that we're living in, but man, we have power to make an impact and power to make change in that way through our platforms and through social media. So I guess let's use it for some common good here. So Mike, you got anything to add before we kind of wrap this one up? 
No, I think I've said it all, but thank you so much, Nick. I really appreciate it. Cool, cool, Mike. And uh, guys, uh, I'll uh, obviously post this episode in the Facebook group. We'll talk about this stuff in the Facebook group, but shouldn't stop there. Uh, we should just keep communicating about this. And if you guys have any questions about pay-per-click stuff in general to help your business, to help you guys kind of build your brand up or what have you, obviously reach out to Mike and the PPC Entourage. He's got a great crew, a great team over there that you guys can partner with to take your business to new levels. So Mike, uh, been a pleasure, man. It's been a pleasure. Um, and uh, hopefully uh, we can make an impact and make a difference here as uh, things go forward. And, and best of luck to you in your Days of Nuggets events. That's just truly amazing what you're doing. So thank you. I, I really appreciate you. Thank you, Nick. I appreciate you too. Thank you so much. Okay. Talk soon. Bye. This episode of the Private Labeler Show has ended. Please show your support for the podcast by subscribing for more business strategies and tactics to help you build your empire. Also, make sure to leave us a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.